0: It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The headlines. An infectious disease expert says shopping at wet markets is still safe, despite a cluster of cases at the one in Hong Kong. There are calls for the credentials of mainland health personnel coming to Hong Kong to help fight COVID-19 to be checked, and researchers at Chinese universities say one-fifth of all COVID-19 patients have suffered liver damage. An infectious disease expert has reassured visitors to a Hong wet market after authorities reported more than 15 coronavirus cases linked to the venue. They all worked at the market, including four fish vendors. Two people working in fish stalls at the nearby Toh market were also infected. Dr Leung-Chi Chu from the Medical Association says the virus probably spread through cross-infection between the workers rather than environmental contamination.
1: The virus can survive in the cold chain for quite some time. But the amount of contamination is unlikely to be very high. And uh, the risk is mainly, if any, is mainly among those uh, who regularly handle this in their occupation, such as uh, those uh, food handlers, workers uh, in uh, aperture, workers in uh, fish stores, and those who are regularly handling all these cold products. The risk to the ordinary consumers should be very low, as long as we take care of our hand hygiene and uh, cook the food well before we consume it.
0: Dr Leung said the markets may need to close for more than two days depending on the results of testing of close contacts. A laboratory expert says the mainland team tasked with helping Hong Kong ramp up its coronavirus testing should have their qualifications verified. Lee Wai Chun, the chairman of the Association of Medical Laboratories, questioned the benefit of widespread testing if safety and accuracy couldn't be ensured. He told an RTHK programme that verification usually took up to six months but could be shortened in this case to rescue lives, as he put it. Meanwhile, several lay members of the Medical Council have demanded that mainland health personnel coming to Hong Kong to help fight COVID-19 follow all the necessary registration procedures to ensure they have the legal qualifications to do their jobs. The joint statement was issued by three lay members and two lay assessors, including the chairman of Hong Kong Patients Voices, Alex Lam, and the chairman of the Asthma Society, Chan Wing Kai. They said they were surprised the mainland experts weren't required to undergo 14 days quarantine, given their previous close contact with the virus. Researchers at Chinese University have found that the coronavirus caused liver damage in one-fifth of COVID-19 patients. The research team studied the condition of more than 1,000 coronavirus patients in Hong Kong. They also found that COVID-19 patients whose livers were damaged were much more likely to require intensive care. Professor Grace Wong is a leader of the study. The key reasons related to the COVID-19 will involve uh, reactive hepatitis, which is very commonly observed in patients with severe infections because the whole body have a lot of inflammatory process going on. So this can also lead to reactive hepatitis. Another reason is uh, the patient with pneumonia, uh, uh, the infections in their lungs, they will also have problems in their blood pressure, their oxygenations, which can lead to a type of liver problem called ischemic hepatitis, which means that inside the liver, there's not enough oxygen, not enough blood. Health Services sector lawmaker Joseph Lee says building a new hospital for coronavirus patients is a good long-term measure, especially during the winter flu surge. A team of experts is expected to arrive from Hubei province to help build makeshift hospitals in Hong Kong. Authorities here reported 80 more cases yesterday and four more deaths of elderly patients. Professor Lee said even though the number of cases appeared to be stable, Hong Kong was still in a dangerous position.
2: Now, as you can see, the community treatment facilities in Asian World Expo is not very comprehensive, like they don't have a negative pressure room, that kind of stuff. So with the uh, building of another hospital, that might uh, have a very long-term strategy in case a uh, fourth wave outbreak or in winter, especially when the winter flu uh, coming back and also with the COVID-19, that might make the situation much more easy in the public hospital with the increased number of deaths.
0: A group of education centre operators has demanded a subsidy of at least $300,000 for each of them to survive the pandemic. The Education centres union says the money would just cover rent for the centres for half a year. Otherwise, it warned an estimated 90% of some 5,000 centres still remaining will fold. A spokesman for the group, Trevor So, says the government should also allow them to resume physical classes because online classes haven't been effective.
2: The ratio between the teacher and the students can be small like 1 to 2, 1 to 3. That's easy to know that it's a safe place. This is our proposal to ask for government to let us reopen in a suitable and safe way.
0: To other news, Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy says the idea of allowing Hong Kong people living in the Greater Bay Area to vote in local elections is inconceivable. It was put forward by Tam Yu Chung, Hong Kong's delegate to the MPC Standing Committee, who said it was unfair to strip these people of their voting rights. It would require a change in laws because eligible voters must ordinarily reside in the SAR. Mr Hoy said the extremely controversial idea was brought up because pro-Beijing rivals were afraid of losing in the polls.
2: It
1: is not acceptable because we cannot assure whether there will be electoral fraud when people are voting in mainland China. And we are not sure either as to what kind of law is applicable to the voting procedure. To say that it can be fair, I would have doubts.
0: The BBC has obtained what's thought to be extremely rare footage from inside China's secret internment camps in Xinjiang. A member of the Uyghur ethnic group, Murden Gapar, has taken a video of himself on a mobile phone in a bare cell, handcuffed to a bed. The messages describe a cramped cell with prisoners hooded and shackled and the constant sounds of torture from elsewhere in the jail. They were sent after Mr. Gapper was moved to an isolation cell as a precaution against COVID 19, where he was given access to personal belongings, which, unknown to his guards, contained his phone. The Chinese authorities did not respond to the BBC's request for comment. In March, relatives say the messages stopped, and Mr. Gapper has not been heard from since. State media have accused the United States of attempting to provoke an all-out confrontation with China over the issue of visas for Chinese journalists in the country. Richard Pine has details.
1: An editorial in the official China Daily said Washington was no longer content with coercing China into accepting an unfair trade deal and wanted to provoke an all-out confrontation so it could hold communist China by the throat. A day earlier, Beijing had warned of retaliation should Washington decline to renew visas for Chinese journalists there. The editor of the Global Times says that could include targeting Hong Kong-based U.S. journalists. The China Daily editorial placed the blame for the rising tensions on a cabal of wackadoodles. It said this political faction had forsaken basic propriety in interactions between countries and breached the bottom line of international relations.
0: The United States has announced its highest level visit in decades to Taiwan. Washington's trade office in Taipei confirmed that Health Chief Alex Azar would lead an upcoming delegation to the island. The American Institute in Taiwan said he'd be the first cabinet member to visit in six years and it would be the highest level visit by a US cabinet official since 1979. The Lebanese Prime Minister Hassan Diab says a confiscated haul of tons of ammonium nitrate is to blame for a devastating blast that ripped through the capital, Beirut. At least 78 people have been killed in the port area and many more are still missing, believed trapped. More than 4,000 people were injured in the explosions, which caused extensive damage to a wide area of Beirut. Jeremy Bowen. This tra- pushing the Lebanese further into despair. Since the end of last year, Lebanon has been paralysed by street protests, a banking crisis that has dragged the economy to destruction and the failure of a deeply corrupt and incompetent political class. And there is one big question. Who allowed the storage of so much deadly explosive for so long in a warehouse so close to the city centre? Witness Hadi Nasrallah describes what he saw.
1: People were calling each other from different areas, kilometers away, and they were experiencing the same thing, broken glass, buildings shaking, a loud explosion. We were shocked because usually when it happens, just one area, they experience those happenings after an explosion, but this time it was all of Beirut, even areas outside of Beirut.
0: Lebanon will observe three days of national mourning for the victims of the accident and countries from the region and beyond have offered support, medical assistance and equipment. The blast has destroyed much of the infrastructure of one of the main ports in Lebanon, which is heavily dependent on imports. A United Nations report has warned North Korea is still developing its nuclear program, despite international sanctions, and may already have reached a key milestone. There's been no progress on negotiations to end North Korea's nuclear program in exchange for easing sanctions, despite the fanfare of President Trump's meetings with Kim Jong-un. Here's the BBC's Nada Torfiq.
2: The report reaffirms what many experts believe, that North Korea's nuclear program hasn't stopped. It says the country's production of highly enriched uranium and the construction of an experimental light-water reactor continues. And several unnamed countries conveyed their assessment to the panel of experts that through North Korea's past six tests and other activities, it has probably developed nuclear devices small enough to fit into the warheads of its ballistic missiles. One country, said Pyongyang, may see, to further strengthen its capabilities and develop multiple warhead systems, which would make them harder to intercept.
0: The health commissioner of New York City, which was badly hit by the coronavirus, has resigned as officials prepare for a possible second wave. The incoming health commissioner, Dave Chokshi, said he was ready for the challenge. For
1: us to succeed, I'll need to listen to and learn from what I know is the finest health department in the country, even as I lead them. I am not daunted by the challenges, I am motivated by them. And by having borne witness to the frustrations of so many people whose simple wish is to be or to stay healthy.
0: To finance news, a short time ago the Hang Seng Index stood at 25,088, that's 141 points up on the previous close currencies the u.s dollar is trading at 105.55 yen the euro is standing at one u.s dollar and 18 cents and the pound is worth 10 hong kong dollars and 14 cents now with the sports news here's adam germ we start with
1: football fulham have been promoted to the english premier league after beating brentford 2-1 in the playoff final Defender Joe Bryan scored twice in extra time, including a clever free kick to clinch it for Fulham. Reporting from Wembley, the BBC's Alistair Bruce Ball.
0: Fulham celebrate an immediate return to the Premier League inside a pretty much deserted Wembley Stadium. Sadly, a goalkeeping mistake by David Rea for the first goal, but let's credit Joe Bryan for that as well, because Fulham's left-back spotted the opportunity. He took it brilliantly to score with the free kick, and then a wonderful 1-2 with Mitrovic late in the game to kill it off, and Joe Bryan is the unlikely fulham hero he's taken them back to the premier league and brentford fans that is the ninth attempt at the playoffs for brentford four finals they've lost them all
1: ireland's cricketers completed a shock seven wicket win over the world champions england in their third one day international in southampton Paul Sterling and captain Andrew Balbirni both score centuries in a second wicket partnership of 264. Ireland went on to chase down 329 for the win and earn some respect despite losing the three-match series 2-1. In the NHL playoffs, after getting shut out by the Columbus Blue Jackets in the opening game, the Toronto Maple Leafs returned the favor by winning 3 0 to tie their best of five qualifying series at one game each. Leafs goalie Freddie Anderson stopped 20 shots for the shutout. Both games, I think we've had to puck a lot, and I think we, uh, we did a better job today in getting in and getting, getting some second chances and um, just having confidence in the guys uh, being able to score. Slovenia's Luka Doncic has become the youngest NBA player to record a 30-point, 20-rebound triple-double. The reigning Rookie of the Year finished with 34 points, 20 boards and 12 assists as the Dallas Mavericks beat the Sacramento Kings 114-110 in overtime. Doncic said his team played poorly and were lucky to win.
0: Since we've been here, you know, I've been working on my defense, you know, just getting better. Uh, but, you know, we got this
2: win, you, know, you know, we needed that. And I think we played great. You know, we played, I think, one of the
0: worst games ever and we won. it. Uh, I think we didn't play good. And we still hang in there, you know, help each other, uh, never give up. And I'm proud of my team.
1: The Milwaukee Bucks missed a chance to clinch first place in the Eastern Conference after losing their second game in a row. They were beaten 119-116 to 116 by the Brooklyn Nets. And the Portland Trailblazers made another push for the playoffs with a 110-102 victory over the Houston Rockets. And as you look at sports.
0: Thanks, Adam. To end the news, the top stories once again. An infectious disease expert says shopping at wet markets is still safe despite a cluster of cases at the one in Hong Kong. There are calls for the credentials of mainland health personnel coming to Hong Kong to help fight COVID-19 to be checked. And researchers at Chinese universities say one-fifth of all COVID-19 patients have suffered liver damage. The news from RTHK. Hi, I'm Lazy Lion. To fight this pandemic, don't hold gatherings or join large-scale activities. Event organizers should
2: adopt contingency measures to postpone or cancel events or temporarily close facilities.
0: The public should avoid crowded places as far as possible. Don't host or join gatherings with family and friends. Find an open space to stretch. Social distancing can help prevent the spread of COVID-19. These are the tips for you and me to prevent COVID-19.
2: Have you registered for the $10,000 cash payout scheme? If you're a Hong Kong permanent resident aged 18 or above and have not yet registered, you may register electronically through a bank for direct payment into your sole named account. It's quick and easy. You may also register using a paper form or register through Hong Kong Post to collect a check. Registration is open until the end of 2021. Visit cashpayout.gov.hk for details.